Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global... Fivers, your boy Hi Fi Tom. Uh, hopefully, you know that know that by now, and this is your first episode of Ring of Honor Revelry. Uh, but as always, I've got my very, very good friend, Mr. Uh, Mr. Will here on the other side of the country. Will, how are you this evening? Good, Tom. You know, in a change of pace from uh, falling asleep in the wee hours of the morning watching Ring of Honor, I was falling asleep in the early evening before recording. So. I should stay awake through this recording, um, and if I don't, I mean, I am an Orkerlin-nominated podcaster, so. That, that, that is true. You do have your, you can always say, I am not an Orkerlin-nominated podcaster, so. So, well, well, I'm glad you got your nap in, so, but it's been, I mean, it's been a fuck of a week. I mean, since we last spoke on this format, Will, we'd actually hung out in the real life. Sure did we had some sushi with the famous jumping bomb angel lady. We watched some wrestle. Had some good food. We, we did. We we had those those sweet aisle seats that we had to squeeze ourselves out of every time somebody wanted to get in and out. Yeah, those uh those seats were not big. We were talking about pre. I don't. I don't think it was that bad. Like one. Like I didn't find it to be an issue, like just sitting in it. Like sitting, just sitting felt fine. But the constant getting in and out because the uh, arms kind of like curve in that little bit. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And for those that don't know, Will and I both went and saw uh, Rumble at Forty Fourth Street at the. It was the play. Oh wow! Will's even got the the event t-shirt. Palladium in New York. The Palladium in New York City. Wow. Um, yeah, so it's the Palladium at Times Square, I think it's called. So, yep. um, you know, and it's like my fifth time to the East Coast in the past, like 16 months, but walking through Times Square, it just boggles my mind on how much fucking electricity has got to be going through that block. Like I was sitting there, I'm like, there's probably more electricity going on here in an hour than the county I lived in Idaho goes through in a month. That's a shoot. So, um, yeah, it was a blast. So we saw some uh, some good wrestles, had some great company. Um, did you have a match of the night? I mean, it's hard not to say Shingo uh, El Fantasmo. Yeah, I think the... I think just with how they put the match together, I mean, also entrances, I mean, El Fantasmo, <laughs> I think is one of the best. I mean, I can say, I think he's got one of the best, or I can just state he has one of the best and say it as a fact that his, uh, his entrance theme is one of the best out there right now. And his whole entrance with like the, the light up jacket and shit, which looks way heavier in person than it does on TV. Yeah. And watch people want him at, like take it off and like people like handling it after and realizing it's like because it can't bend because the whole back is like a screen. Yeah. I mean but, uh that the, thing the, is right as advertised. The the mist spot to get around the no blood I thought was very, very clever. Yeah. I wish I liked the triple threat tag match a little more. It just felt a little slow. Yeah. 
knowing that down. knowing that all the teams involved, well, maybe not necessarily the the dojo kids. Yeah, because I still don't know what a DKC is supposed to be. <laughs> I feel like if it was just Aussie Open, Motor City Machine Guns, we probably would have seen like a faster match. Yeah, but I mean, a lot of stuff was slow, including the referees. Referees were bad. Um, I was. I told people like I'm not saying this to be like a mark. Like this is not like in gimmick saying, "Man, these referees are terrible." I'm like, nah, these referees were bad. <laughs> yeah, it was just weird. Um, I don't know why. I mean, they should have had perch in there, but I mean, what do I know? Right. Let's let's get hashtag perch for New Japan. Yeah. So I mean, he's been. I mean, he's been to Japan. He was just in Japan, so. And I will see him next weekend, I think. But that's here now. There, um, he went over with GCW, right? Yep. Yeah. And they're coming to. I, I can't believe they're they're coming to Lapica. So hope uh, Rob might be flying out, so it'll be good to see him again. Even though I saw him last week, but uh, you know, honestly, the thing I was most glad that I was in the building for because I'm not sure how that match would translated on TV. But Suzuki versus fucking Clark Connors was all that cracked up to be. I think that was a little better than I was expecting it to be. That that match was a lot of fucking fun. Um, and to see Minoru Suzuki kind of in a, a smaller venue like that was pretty cool. Because, I mean, just, I mean, those fucking chops just reverberate through the whole fucking building. I think the show also reemphasized that, like, Juice Robinson is funny. He is a super yeah. funny guy. Yeah. He's charging and he's yelling at whoever, like, he's yelling the name of whoever he's charging at. Yeah. Jay White's cutting his big heel promo at the end. He's like, you're my friend. I'm Juice Robinson's friend. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, all in all, a good time, and it's kind of weird. Like, it, but a lot of people were saying that the unadvertised or the show that we didn't even know existed uh, the night before. Yeah, the. I mean, I get because I mean, you have the the people who were there. I think there's something about like it being a total surprise too, where it's like you're just like I'm just gonna show up for a card and know that. Yeah. I have an idea of who's going to be there the next night. See who's available tonight. But, Will, most importantly, you, for the first time ever, got to see Jonathan Gresham in person. That's right. For the first time. Because I definitely did not see him at Death Before Dishonor 2022. <laughs> I told... When I saw the announcement on the way in to the city that Gresham was going to be on the show. My first thought was, I finally get to see Jonathan Gresham. And then our friend Mike Peterson was like, oh, weren't you a death before dishonor? I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess I was. <laughs> and I know you were at death before dishonor because you took a picture with said Mr. Peterson. So I did. So, yeah. But I would say, you know, I I think Rumble on 44th Street definitely had some stuff working against it a little bit. There were some moments where it did kind of feel like the B-level show. Yeah. But it, I did think it was a better show than Death Before Dishonored 2022. So I mean, most most things are. And we will, we will get into uh, Final Battle 2022 here in a little bit. But, uh, I mean, really my only gripe. It's because I'm such a big Super Juniors guy, not a big showing for, like, the Super Juniors. Yeah. But they aren't they aren't stateside, you know? What can you do? Yeah, and I, I really wish there would have been more Joshi wrestlers. Um, I, I don't know if Kylan King is technically a, a Joshi wrestler, but um, it was still a good match. Don't get me wrong. But... It, it felt weird, like especially the opening match with um, Smiley Kylie, mm -hmm. where she's supposed to kind of be the heel, but she's also the only person that like everybody really knew. Mm -hmm. 
and part of that, you know, is on the audience too. Like they announce the matches. You don't if you don't research who you're going to go see. Yeah, I mean, like, there's people sitting around us who are like, being like, wow, this uh, Fred Rosser guy, he used to be Darren Young. Yeah. So, I mean, even the people who are more on a level, like, oh, people probably know or will recognize this guy. I I think my expectations for that match were a little higher too, yeah. but it's again it's just the, the pacing of it. It's like when you see, it's like when you see like a house show, like back when the E did a lot of more house shows. Yeah, and you can tell where it's like maybe they take their time a little more. They're a little more careful, which I get it. Like you don't want people to get hurt. On some, on like your, I will say though, what a great heel move. We have a special announcement and it's a West Coast show. (laughs) What a bunch of heels. Yeah, that did not go over very well. So that was hilarious. But I had a good time. I appreciate you dragging me out again, Tom. Yeah. Yeah, we had a lot of fun, and, you know, shout out, obviously, um, we got to hang out with Brundon for a little bit. You know, me and you were, like, in our own little section. seems like everyone else was sitting on the other Everybody side. Everybody else is on the other side, yeah. So. Yeah, it was, it was definitely cool to see Rob again, meet Brundon, meet Phil for the first time. Yeah. Yeah, because you and Phil kind of chatted up a little bit at dinner, didn't you? Yeah, because we were sitting down at that end of the, yeah. that end of the table. Like, I mean, I've you know, kind of known Phil through right. social media for the last 10, 11 years or so, but yeah, first time actually meeting him. Tell you what, though, that was a long night between the bus ride and that morning by the time I finally got to the hotel room. Do you want to share that story, Will, or no? Oh, goodness me. So... <laughs> And we did get to see Millionaire Matt, too, by the way. We saw Millionaire Matt. He, he made the trip in. He drove home to New Jersey from the show and got home before I got back to my hotel room. <laughs> I, uh, so the full day was I was on the 430 bus down to the South Station off the Amtrak to come into the city. So I had been up since like two thirty, three o'clock. So we were going to go through the day. Go, we go to dinner, go to the show. We go to juniors and grab food and whatnot after. Then I said, "Okay, I'm starting to, it's starting to get tired because like we're we're at like the." Like the one one thirty point at this point, it's like yep. I'm starting. I'm starting to. I'm starting to get tired. So I start on my way because I knew I wasn't that far from the station. Yeah. So I get to the point where I know I'm in the ballpark of the place, and I'm trying not to look like I need help. But uh, a local will say, asked me if I needed help. And I said, no, I'm good. And another person came up right after and asked me, and I was about to ask them because I knew I had to be close. But yeah. I was could not figure out, because I even tried doing the other stuff where I was like, all right, the station's saying it's by this. So like, what if I try searching for that? Will that give me an idea of like where I am? Versus where I need to go. And I went to ask him. And the local turned back around. Got between me and the other person. And said, no, nah, I said I was helping you. Oh. So. Uh, this. Uh, this fellow. 
dragged me around and I he probably just took me in a big ass circle just to loop me back around to the station I was supposed to be at because there's no way I was as far away as what we actually walked around to. So I told him what trains I needed. And he was like walking me around. I'm like, there's no way I should be walking this far. Yeah. So that took more time. And of course, he asked for money. I've only got 20, so I gave him the 20. So then I finally get into the station. So, like, I'm tired. Like, once I stop really moving, that's the point because you got to wait for the train because there's, there's still trains running. Yeah. But not nearly as many as during the daytime. So just be sitting there and like checking. It's like it's 20 minutes to the next train. Just being like sitting there in the station like, oh, geez. Like I was starting to feel like I was getting like, kind of like the, the head throbbing. Like you kind of feel like the room, not necessarily spinning, but like you're definitely feeling. I'm like, I've been up for a very long time. Yeah. I'm starting to feel it. Finally get a train. And it doesn't have, like, a board or anything with the stops on it. And they aren't really, like, announcing that well to, like, hear, like, what stops are coming up. There's obviously, like, nobody on the train at this yeah. point either. So I get nervous that I'm not on the right train. Even though I know, like, this is the train I need to be on. Part of me is, like, maybe I'm not on the right train. They're going the wrong direction. That's my always my my fear. I right. That's I like I was so sure I was on the right train, but you know, so part of me got that like what if I'm going the wrong direction? So I stepped out on one of the stops and I saw the number and it's like oh I think I'm in the right I think I'm going the right way, but the train doors close and away goes the train. And they're, at this hour, pressure washing the terminal. And the guy's like, are you looking for a train? I'm like, yeah, pretty sure I need to be on the one that I accidentally just got off of. And I was oh. He's like, well, there will be another one. He's like, you mind just waiting, like, behind where I've already pressure washed? So then it's another... 20 plus minutes for the next train and then it's the do I catch the next D train which is still going to which is going to take like 20 minutes to get there and then I have 15 minutes of walking when I get off the stop from the D train or do I wait like a half hour plus for the F train and only have 5 minutes to walk after I get off the train so at that point I say Fuck it, I'll just wait for the F train. At this point, more people are starting to filter in because, again, fewer stops, fewer trains running, like, yeah. starting to build up, like... So, I mean, I got... I was, like, kicking my shoes off in the hotel room at 3 a.m. People who came in and drove themselves in got home faster than I got to my hotel room. A mere... What should have been 20 minutes away from the venue <laughs> because I asked for help and didn't just push along. Because if I just pushed along, I probably would have found it or it would have eventually cracked and been like, you know, stop by like one of the halal like stops. Yeah. Buy a soda or something. Like, hey, boss, where's the 42nd Bryant Street? Like, where's the Bryant Street part of this equation? Because I knew I wasn't that far away from it because you're in Times Square. So it's like, it's got to be like here. Yeah. <laughs> it was cool. We went, you know, went to the the, the next day. I, I kind of no sold. I had my Do a Powerbomb t shirt on. And the guy doing security at the Met recognizes, like, oh, hell yeah, do a Powerbomb. And I'm just like, yeah, that's right. Cool, bro. Not. Realizing he doesn't say do a power bomb on the front of the shirt. So the guy just recognized what the shirt was, but I was so tired. 
email sold them like, yeah, nice. Thanks, prick. And then, uh, then I didn't pack a nicer shirt or anything. So I was kind of a shit about where we went to dinner. The food was great. But it was kind of like upstate. It was like upscale casual, they called it. And again, I'm just wearing my do a powerbomb t shirt. Because even though I knew it was that time, I didn't pack just like a, a black polo. I could have just like tucked in a bag to like throw on and just when we got there. Yeah. So I felt like a shit when we were there. I felt like so out of place. <laughs> the food was good. It's like, uh, it was like Zatanae or something like that. It's in the the Ritz Carlton, like kind of like the first floor. Oh wow! A uh, bunch of small plate kind of things. So like it was all dishes that we shared and stuff like that. So hmm. that was a, that was a good time. We hit up Milk Bar for dessert. You know, it was it was a it was a, all you could ask for for a vacation. I saw friends. Yeah. Got away with Brittany for a bit. Spent way too much money on stuff I shouldn't have spent money on. Well, you spent twenty dollars to get directions, so I did. Oof. You know, comic books I didn't have to buy. Books I didn't have to buy. Records. I bought records. But I mean, how could I not get Boston. a wrestling album? Yeah. And then when the guy points out, oh, I have one of the singles from this, it's like, how could I not grab that too? Like, it's just the novelty of it at that point. Yeah. But uh, I probably shouldn't have spent money at the comic book shop. I bought books at a store called, it was called like You and Me, I think it was what it was called. It's in Chinatown. I got three poetry collections. I've got them here. And I will say, I don't feel as bad about buying these because. I would not have seen these like somewhere else. Yeah. Um, you know, I was, I was really interested in like, you know, the names and everything. So like, so if I got the comic book shop, I could have made a note of God at another time. But, uh, it was a good time. Like I said, I'm just, I'm just feeling it because we got back later than we were supposed to do Sunday night. Up first thing, set Monday morning for work. Yeah. And my next day off is Saturday. Yeah, I was I was backed up for a bit. Yeah. I was like, you you were you were back to work Saturday the next day. Yeah. So you, you you got off the plane and were like logging on. You have to get to work. Yeah. Well, my mom, of course, she had to run a bunch of errands. I was like, oh, "Mom, you're killing me!" Because I knew I I wanted to get like eight nine hours in. So, yeah, I got it all. I got I I well, yeah, I got in when I needed to get done. So, yeah, it was a good time. I mean, I had a blast. You know, it was a, a good experience. A new building. Um, you know, I was kind of bummed Brandon didn't hang out more for dinner, but he was with his brother, so I understand. So, but yeah, it's good to see him in real life. Um. You know, shout out to the brothers Domingo, Rob and Elaine. So it's good to see them. And uh, Mickey, Mickey, I had met in Chicago with Rob's and met his brother, Mario. Um, we met that guy, Rob. Rob is the announcer for Jersey Championship Wrestling with my buddy Tristan. Uh, Millionaire Matt, and obviously seeing Phil and Hammer. Uh, it's good to see those guys. Um, obviously seeing you. So, yeah. I'm not missing anybody, am I? I'm trying to think of the picture. Yeah. We take a pretty legendary picture by the dumpsters. That was awesome. So, yeah. And shout out to Phil. Phil sent me a nice personal message. I got to get back to him on that. But, yeah. So, like I said, the wrestling might be quote unquote fake, but the friendships and relationships are real. So, it was a good time. So, Will, uh, nice little segue. Speaking of uh, costumes and Halloween that passed up, because uh, that guy had a sweet, sweet. Macho Man outfit. What? What? If you were to do like a guess, how? What would you say was the most common costume you saw while you were in New York City? Because people were dressed up like all weekend. Like I know you came in like Thursday. Yeah, I'm assuming it was starting then too. But 
I saw a lot of Waldos. A lot of witches. I saw like packs of Waldos. It's like you guys got to spread out. You're all clustered together. <laughs> I don't. You know. I don't. I don't really know. Hmm. Yeah, like but, it, I saw a lot of witches. I just wasn't sure if that's how they dress normally. Uh, right. That that's a that's a tough one. So. Yeah, it was definitely Halloween weekend. I know. My my hotel price told me it was Halloween weekend. <laughs> um, people are definitely kind of opening it up, so. Um, well, Will, speaking of costumes, uh, for your question of dishonor this week, uh have you guys ever done a wrestling related costume for Halloween? Nope. And uh, I, I hate to burst Brunton's bubble, but I have not dressed up for Halloween since 1984. Um, I, I don't know. It's not that I don't want to. I never would. But um, I get a little weird about dressing up now unless I was specifically going to a thing where it's like. Because I've been to like, co- like concerts and stuff that are on like Halloween where like all costumes are encouraged, like yeah, dress up a little, have you know, have fun. Like the bands will be dressed up and stuff like that. But never done anything wrestling related, and wow. I couldn't I couldn't tell you the last time I actually got like a Halloween costume. I will take a moment though to shout out uh, my friend Corey Lucas. Currently in a music project called Fabricator. So if you're from the Northeast, there's a chance you've seen him and some of his other bands, projects. I believe uh, Teeth was his band that was like kind of the most prevalent for a while. Uh, and there was a little little collective called Miley Cyborg. Ah, I like that. Um, and now well, you uh, guys are good with their names. I like this. There, it's not Scissor Fight, which is still my favorite. S- Scissor Fight stuff, too. But yeah, Fabricator, they got their uh, their new album comes out at the end of the month. But Corey Lucas was uh, Stone Cold this year, but he shared like the kind of like the pictures from like prior years, and he's been knocking out wrestling related get ups for like the last like six, seven years. Every year's been like a wrestling-themed. Been Razor Ramon, been X-Pac, been Ric mm-hmm. Flair. Yeah, and yeah, then I've, I mean, I've never done... I thought about doing a bullshit like Bray Wyatt one year just to be like, oh, if I just throw on like a Hawaiian shirt, I can say that oh, I'm Bray Wyatt. But... <laughs> Ooh, Scissor Fights on Bandcamp. Do they have any songs? Um, they, have, they have a little bit of music on there. I don't think everything's on there. Okay. I will have to definitely uh, next paycheck. Um, but yeah, that, that would be something I would say would be fun to, to drag you out if you could swing a trip to New Hampshire. Build, build it around a scissor fight show because that is one of the most New Hampshire things to experience. No. I shared that I shared that clip in the Discord where he came out with a pumpkin on his head and he smashed the pumpkin. Yeah. Normally, he comes out. It's a motorcycle helmet with a rack of antlers attached to it, and he smashes the beers on the antlers. <laughs> So, like, it is New Hampshire as fuck. That's awesome. Would you think something uh, Faith would like to, or just uh, me and you go by ourselves? I mean, it's rough, rowdy. It's, they call themselves Speed Doom. Okay. Probably not. I mean, it, it gets mosh heavy, but, I mean, they're from New Hampshire. They usually play at the Chassis, which isn't a huge venue, so it's, like, it's snug. They usually play G.G. Allen covered in the night. I don't know why I thought G.G. Allen was from Milwaukee. It's from New Hampshire. My my buddy Anderson, who works the doors, so has pictures with his mom and stuff, because she comes out to, like, because they'll do, like, 
you know, like, I don't know what you want to call them, but like tribute shows and stuff like that. And his mom comes out to him. Yeah, I don't know. Um, by the way, I just sent you the picture that Brendan sent me of him dressed up as Hulk Hogan with his belt that he oh, wore all, all freshman year. Um, if that Ring of Honor belt I bought wasn't so damn expensive, you know, maybe I dress up as a as a Briscoe brother or something. But I mean, if if you had higher security, I'd go for it. Um, those belts are fucking sweet. Um, well, I mean. That's like my buddy Brad did something similar, but he he went for the the black and white Hogan. Yeah, because he had he had like the bathrobe and he just found like the the black boa. He had sunglasses, the bandana. Yeah, um, yeah, because I mean, not to put out our personal information, but I think everyone knows already. But yeah, Faith and I are planning to hopefully get back out there again next year or two. Um, you know, she does owe me a trip to New Hampshire, right, Sunshine? It's not her fault she got sick. No, it's not her fault at all. So, I am not, you know, in, in New Hampshire, Maine, I definitely need to, especially reading all the Stephen King I've been reading lately. But, uh, but uh, Brundin, since we kind of fucked up your uh, your question of dishonor here, uh, we'll kind of revamp it a little bit because no, Will and I don't like to dress up. But what wrestler besides the Briscoes would you like to dress up as? Um, or what's like the craziest thing you could think you could do? I don't know about crazy, but I feel like I could probably do a fairly decent Kevin Owens, Kevin Steen. That'd be dope. Then you can just flip people off and swear at people and spit on people and throw in a, a faux Canadian accent. Yeah. Hey. Um, yeah, El Generic would be fun. Um, but yeah, that for some odd reason, I don't know why it came to mind, but um, Bruiser Brody would be a lot of fun. Just walking around a bar yeah. with those chains and some whipping chains around and hitting people. Shockmaster, just stumble through every doorway you walk into. Oh. Okay. I'm so cold sober. I'm just a shock matcher. Leave me alone. Walk around with a with a mop, Sam Perry Saturn. That'd be great. We should do that next year. Maybe I'll do that for Mondalucha. Yeah, I know people dress up for that, so even though I'm not a big fan of that, so yeah, I think Bruiser Brody would be fun. I don't think that guy really cut promos, did he? Um, that would involve me watching old wrestling. Yeah. I barely watch Ring of Honor. But I did watch Ring of Honor. So you haven't watched any of those Tales of the Territories or anything? We we actually put one on because Brittany saw um, a big sign for the show when we were in the subway station. Hmm. Kind of asked about it, and I kind of explained, you know, like the idea of like what the territories were and how they functioned. So we I'm like, she's like, well, do you want to watch it? I'm like, and I was kind of thinking, like, I don't really know if she's going to be into any of this. So, like, we, I, we watched the, uh, the Andy Kaufman one. That's good. Because I figured, I figured if there was going to be one that would kind of have something like a, kind of like a ripple effect beyond, yeah, just the wrestling. That might appeal to somebody who's not solely a wrestling fan. I mean, it would probably be that one. I think it was okay. I mean, as far as it being a show, it doesn't do a whole lot for me. Just like kind of like people sitting around just like talking about it. I mean, it's obviously hard too because I mean, Andy Kaufman hasn't been around for a long time now. So it's not yeah. like you can get the other major part of this. And it's just. I mean, Jeff Jarrett being everywhere. Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> being like, wow, Lawler, you you guys put a lot of butts in seats, huh? <laughs> you know, um, shout out to my buddy Azar. Uh, one of the group chats, like, you know, he's like, I'm not angry at this Jeff Jarrett AEW thing. Um, you know, and a year ago, I probably would have. But listening to Jarrett on his podcast, 
I mean, he's pretty fucking smart, to be honest with you. He's not the jag off I always thought he was. So uh, I hear he's got I hear he's got gold bars. Yeah. So and we did see Jeff Jarrett wrestle in 2022, Will. At GCW the world. Yeah. Um yeah, they're they're okay. It's just tough because I mean you know, we've got 40 minutes, and a lot of these territories have so much history. But the reason I was asking was, um, didn't even bring it up, but Bruiser, if you ever get a chance, um, what are what are your feelings on Lex Luger? I mean, do you have vitriol hate like my boy Travis, or are you noncommittal? I know you're a little bit younger than I am, but. I'm, so, I was aware of Lex Luger, but that's, uh, that's about it. Okay. My buddy Travis, show it's Travis. Everyone should listen to the wrestle special. I'm not. I'm not going to. You know, I'm not on the side saying he killed Miss Elizabeth. I'm just saying he maybe didn't put her in the best position to not be dead. Yeah, he did not uh, encourage love. Which I mean, if you're fucking coked out too, I mean, you really can't babysit somebody else. Yeah, yeah. So there's there's a level of personal responsibility there, but yeah. I, I knew of Lex Luger. I knew he was big, blonde, bodybuilder guy that they wanted to. There's the Lex Express. He bodies like Yokozuna. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, my buddy Travis, listen, he's a humongous Macho Man fan, so obviously he hates Lex Luger because, you know, so. But, yeah, I will listen to the wrestle special. Uh, Travis does a great job. He just finished up his uh, Choose Your Own Adventure story with Peekaboo Samson. Uh, as a 12 episode thing, I'm kind of sad it's over. Uh, but the reason I brought this up, if you get a chance, um, so Bruiser Brody and Lex Luger wrestled in a steel cage match in championship wrestling from Florida. Um, it was like Luger's last match where he went to NWA. Um, and, uh, and Bruiser Brody fucking hated Lex Luger, couldn't stand him. So he sold, no sold the shit out of everything he did. And then Luger got so scared, he literally jumped over the cage and left and just peaced out. It's it's on YouTube. You should check it out. It's pretty funny. So um, I don't know much about Bruiser Brody. I didn't know that much until actually till um, Dark Side of the Ring. So that is something I should probably investigate. So um, He was uh, stabbed in the bathroom in Puerto Rico. Yeah. Tony Atlas. I met Tony. Actually, I met Tony Atlas a couple years ago. Big Trumper. Kind of odd, but whatever makes him happy. That's not, that's not surprising. No, no. So, um, but, you know, we won't get into all that. So, I will say, uh, just to kind of wrap up this Bruiser Brody talk, if you've never listened to it before, um, I would recommend checking out the album Beat the Champ by the Mountain Goats. That sounds fun. It's a lot of it is about. I mean, most of the album is about Chavo Guerrero Sr. Because when he was a kid watching TV, it was like the old Texas territory on like local access TV kind of time. So, I mean, there's um, the first single um, it's called The Ballad of Chavo Guerrero or something like that. Had a bunch of wrestlers in the music video. I mean, it had Joey Ryan in it, but it also had like John Morrison's in it, and like there's like CM Punk references to it. Like, so the album's a lot of fun. It's obviously all like wrestling related kind of stuff. But he has there's a song about Bruiser Brody being stabbed in huh. Puerto Rico, and it's very it's a very great album. It's one of my favorites. Hmm. Well, with all that, Will, we should probably uh, talk a little Ring of Honor. And uh, I mean, we could. I mean, could. I mean, could I want to talk about some stuff that we have we've already seen? Yeah, um, and awesome. I just realized that my uh, open office writer here deleted my first third of my notes, so we're going to kind of wing it, Will. That's fine. Um, so like I said, if this is your first episode of Ring of Honor Revelry, welcome. Hi, new high fiver. 
Um, but if not, you will probably have heard a lot of this, but we're going to talk about this with fresh eyes. We did get a little bit new information. Um, yeah, but bear with me here because I'm not a genius like Will and I, uh, I need to go with my notes and uh, it erased my first notes, but, oh, uh, man. I was kind of hoping to have notes. I want, I actually watched this yesterday. I watched Ring of Honor a day ahead. And I, luckily I literally just rewatched this about 45 minutes before we hit court. Cause uh, it- we opened with Truth Martini stuff, right? House of Truth stuff. We did. We had a nice Truth Martini. But this is a, this is a big episode. This is a big part here, Will. Um, so we learned out what uh, Camp Strong really stands for, Will. Stands for ca- uh, competition, alcohol, money. And he said the P stands for, well, you know. But what I don't think the high flyers never know is I think it stands for protein powder. I think this is where Michael Elgin got first got addicted to protein powder. Will we crack the case? This is where it started. I don't. I don't know, Tom. I don't know if that's the the P he's talking about. No, that's what that. it is. It cannot be anything else. He's he's way too into this hoopla and the hoopla hotties <laughs> and taking their pants off. Well, I mean, you got to be strong. Take your pants off. So they need protein powder. I mean, you do some some of those slacks are awful tight. Start that's sweating. You got to peel them off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is another. Um, I do. Uh, I, I do enjoy me some. We've definitely talked about how much we love Truth Martini on this on this podcast. So, um, yeah. So now we got we'll understand where. Uh, but you know, it's kind of weird in the timing of that promo. But that could be a good. That could be a Halloween costume. That that'd be a pretty. That would be fun. You, you just get like the hat. You you like glue the wig to the top of the hat. Yeah, I mean. He's only in Michigan, so he's not that far away. Got to go to one of those training camps, Tom. Thinking about it, so. I'm not even a wrestler. I just want to sit in. <laughs> I've done that before. Um, like, I mean, like when uh, my buddy Dysfunction brought Jimmy Hart in for a seminar. Yeah, I was like, you mind if I just pay the 20 bucks and just sit in and listen? So I've done it before. I've, I've considered, like. It's like I'm saying I'd consider it, but like I've seen somewhere it's like, you know, I'd be willing, like, I would pay the money just to like sit and like watch, like, watch people come in and be like, here's what I'm thinking, here's what you know, get the yeah. input on it. Yeah, totally. I mean, I, I do that again, so um, yeah, but uh, we do and he just introduced that uh, the first match is uh, a review from Glory by Honor. It is Roderick Strong versus uh, Tadarius Thomas, our personal favorite, one of my new favorite entrances. You still hate that entrance song, don't you? I don't hate Tadarius Thomas. I don't like Mike Mombas. That's what it is. What am I thinking? Jesus Christ. Got check time. That's great. That is a great theme song. But would you like the trampoline by, I don't remember the guy's name. Um, I got to track that song down. Um, but yeah, and then uh, we find out that Roddy, you know, it's kind of a review here that Roddy is, uh, he's gonna, he's quitting the house of truth. It's, it's a shoot, Will. He's just going to sit there and drink beer with that young kid at, uh, at ringside and watch Michael Elgin, his the loser, lose the match. Damn, almost like we just saw this like two weeks ago. Yeah, three weeks, three weeks ago. ago. <laughs> yeah. But for the for the non-pay-per-view getting audience, you know. It was for the a good people who didn't get the eye pay-per-view. Um, but yeah, but Truth Martini, as always, he's got a backup plan. Uh, so he brings in Rhino, throws him a bunch of cash. Uh, but Rhino's not in his ring gear. And we get in, uh, this is, I'm listening, if you do get a chance, I said this is the abbreviated version of the match. They cut out a bunch. Uh, but in the end, uh, like we talked about, it was a pretty big upset. Well, to Darius Thomas, you know, Rhino's going for the gore, and Thomas just does that cap work, kick and knocks him on his fucking keister. And, Nothing. Uh, there's no problems in the House of Truth. No, no problems in the House of Truth. Uh, and they they show that bit where he throws him over the over the barricade or not over the barricade, but he lands like on the barricade and it's like, oh, it still looks bad. Yeah, um, that looked really bad. So, um, show the truth. I mean, he did take that bump like a champ. So, um. Yeah, after that, Will, I think we got um, – oh, yeah, I think it was Ring of Honor Wrestling. Uh, we find out that Final Battle is December uh, – is coming up. It's going to be at 2 p.m., like uh, Final Battle 2022. Um, 
Will, how do you feel like about Cole Cabana being a surprise yesterday against Jericho? Boom, boom. Um, it's fine. I haven't had Cole on TV in a long time. So, I mean, that's... You know, they, he's kind of been bringing up these Ring of Honor guys that he's got, that he plans on using for Ring of Honor. Like, we know Colt's going to probably be a part of that. We saw Dalton Castle a couple weeks ago. We're not going to see the Briscoes on TV. No, you never I mean, Brian Cage has been kind of bubbling up a little bit in, like, the, the embassy. Yeah, because that Tully Blanchard thing went over like a fart in church, so. Well, it was the whole church thing's the reason it didn't go anywhere. <laughs> um, my only gripe with this is that Tony Khan advertised as a former, okay, I would, I, I could have missed it. I don't think it said a world champion. Um, I know Colt's a former tag team champion in Ring of Honor, but um, if they just would have said a, I don't know. I they, think it just said former Ring of Honor champion. I don't think they ever specifically said uh, world champ. So I, I just felt kind of misled there. I'm glad for Colt. I want to see a guy on TV more often. Um, I'm assuming he probably didn't win. Uh, but, yeah, just having Colt on TV is good. So kind of a sidebar there. But um, I but, mean, you know, they just signed Taven. So, you know, could have been Taven. Yeah. Oh, man, the fucking people, the internet would have lost their goddamn minds. Matt Taven is not internet popular, but fuck the internet, so. We are. I don't know. There's, there's one person that I, I, I follow on Twitter, and she is, like, obsessed with, with the OGK altogether, but especially Matt Taven. Good. That makes me happy. Like I said, my uh, my second um, my second Ring of Honor show ever was uh, had a great heckling session with Matt Taven, and we talked to him afterwards, and he was super. You know, couldn't have been nicer. You know, we had we had a lot of fun. We cracked him up a couple times, and he had me rolling a couple times. So, Derry, New Hampshire's own. No shit. Yeah. Every time you say that, and I'm still like, no shit. I've been to Derry, New Hampshire. You have. So I photographic evidence of that. So, um, yeah, the next, uh, I don't think it's inside ring of honor, but we go to the, yeah, I don't think, nope, did yeah. they do an, did they do an inside ring of honor bit or did they, they did, they did. They did. Cause it was, it was like last week or something. They didn't, they didn't have an inside ring of honor, like specifically inside ring of honor, but they still had like, here's yeah. a bunch of like information and like, yeah. Um, stuff, but, but this time they kind of recap for the 14th time uh, the Jay Lethal Kevin Steen interaction. I kind of like that they they, they flush the story out a little more. It's a bummer that I, I would say at this point we know we're not getting the match, like we're not going to get to see the match, we're not going to see the whole thing play out. Uh, we don't know that, we don't know that, but it's like could be part of a TV tape. They're, they're choosing to give us all this kind of like extra information around it. We it's, we got to see more of the footage of kind of, if you want to call it like the post-match, because really the match is thrown out at a point and stuff's just going right. sideways. I kind of like that there was almost like the borderline, like, is it a work? Is it not? Because you have Jimmy Jacobs being like, Jay, like, you got to like calm down, buddy. Like, yeah, you're 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 pressing that line. Yeah, this have is... him have him get mad at Jim Cornet. He's like, don't protect him, Jim. It's like, it's like again, kind of that point of the character. It's like Jim Cornette would never protect Kevin and Scene. So I'm like, so what? Obviously, they they're showing it to you. Yeah. So it was a work, but at the same time, it's like, is it like is is this a little more real than it was supposed to be? Yeah, this was uh, this is awesome. I mean, I we we talked about it when we saw it before. Yeah, this is a lot of fun. I like I like how they adjusted it. So it's like uh, Jim Cornette wasn't necessarily like injured, being thrown over the table. It was it aggravated an existing injury. 
He's got to get physical therapy. He can't travel. And that's why he can't travel to Canada. That's why he can't travel. And because he can't travel, he's going to have to instate somebody to do the booking and to help keep the show on the rails when he's not there. And that person's going to be announced as early as next week's Ring of Honor television. Oh, that's right. I missed that part. He, he confirmed via the telephone. Yeah. Um, say what you will about Jim Cornette. That telephone conversation was awesome. Um, he's like, you know, um, Jay Lethal's mother did assault, could be considered what, what people consider did assault Kevin Steen. And Kevin Steen did go a little far, blah, 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 blah. And, uh, and then he just ended like, you know. Yeah, he's like, I haven't heard anything more about anybody being sued. He's like, they probably don't want to make stuff harder for Jay. It's like. Scene's making a bunch of demands. He's getting everything he wants because they don't want to get sued. Exactly. He's doing for an unsafe work environment. Fuck yeah. That. Yeah, that. This is one of the better Jim Cornette things. The guy who had all these unsanctioned matches is just now finally saying this is an unsafe work environment. Somebody threw water at him. Um, yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if we're ever going to see that match. That's a good question. I hope we do. Um. I just feel like they they're showing like they could have shown us the match, but they're they're showing us more clips from it. Yeah, but I mean the way their timing is, maybe it's yeah. I don't know. It could be a timing thing. I mean, if they have it taped, there's a chance that we could see it eventually. But it's it's that the fault of how Ring of Honor is taped and then dispensed. Yeah. Um. Because by the time we see this match, it's probably going to be like two months from. Yeah. Um, but the million dollar question, though, Will, I don't think we ever figured this out. So is this was this Lethal's survival or survival to finish title shot? Because now Lethal can't. That's, be- a, that's right. Because part of Scene's demands was banning Lethal's parents from ever attending a Ring of Honor show, and he's never going to defend that title against uh, Jay Lethal. Yeah, I mean, he's in, you know, it's it's been acknowledged that, you know, this is after Survival of the Fittest, so, I don't know, I guess we'll see. Um, yeah, this is a lot of fun, listen, I know we talked about it when we first saw it, but uh, it was originally on Glory Bear Honors, and then, uh, boy, Will, there's they, the advertisement they, for Border Wars. Border Wars. On DVD, it's the greatest wrestling event ever in Toronto. ROHwrestling.com. Um, but now we do get inside Ring of Honor. It's mostly Matt Hardy. And we got oh, Matt. That's right. They had the, the bit where he's kind of just dogging everybody. all the everybody. It, like, there's, Dave, no, there's no straight up com- compliment. No. He's like, Dave Richards, you're a very good wrestler. You've wrestled all over the world. I remember I, when I turned 18, I'd already wrestled. On every continent there ever was. So I guess he wrestled a lot in Latin, Atlantis. Um, uh-huh. Antarctica, yeah, and he's he's dog dog lethal, um, he's, and obviously he's got the thing with Adam Cole, um, and then they review real quick uh, Kevin Steen versus Michael Elgin, uh, once again high flyers, uh, Will and I weren't kidding. Go back and watch this match. Great match. Um, well told story. Finally, let Kevin Steen be Kevin Steen. Uh, and then all the and all the, you know, they give you that classic recap thing where it shows them like mid-move, and it, like, cuts to the still, and then you hear the impact, or it's like, ooh, ah. Yeah. And, uh, and just remember, everybody, we do have La Revancha coming up. So, I mean, it's been the reveal that, uh, El Generico will be back sometime soon, so. Yeah, and they showed the bit where Roddy jumps in from the crowd. They're helping up Elgin, and Roddy nails Elgin with that sick kick. And nail him, he did. Um, you know, so we and uh, they do announce that next week they will be announcing some uh, some matches for final battle. Um, obviously, we know it's you know I, I hate that's to right. It. Straight up match announcements. Who needs build? Um, yeah. So I wonder, will if we'll ever get some uh, announcement match announcements for final battle? You or, know, I'm I'm not saying we're going to get it again, Tom. But I mean, wrestling's greatest tag team. Said they're going to be there. The Briscoes said they're going to be there. 
in a great promo. Maybe, maybe we get that match again. It's been, it's been a while. Has it been long enough before you're going to see that match again? Well, I mean, it's like, where do we see the Briscoes and Scum for the 14th time? So, I guess we'll see. We're Um, probably going to see Briscoes and uh, Headbangers. Unless they blow that off before Final Battle. Yeah, maybe. I mean, wrestling's greatest tag team versus Scum. I mean, yeah, it's two heels, but that'd still be fun. There's a lot you can do with the two heel format, though. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess we we shall see. Um, and then before the main event, which is Jay Lethal versus uh, David Richards, uh, we do get the end of uh, Survival of the Fittest from last week. Uh, while they double teamed on Elgin, even though that was against the rules because one was supposed to be out. Um, and then Jay Lethal and David Richards. And then uh, Jay Lethal is your 2012 Survival of the Fittest winner, Will. Um, and then we get uh, that Jay Lethal promo uh, from Glory by Honor. You know, and Joe Coff said he he wanted to to play it off. See, that wasn't from Glory by Honor. Oh, no, it was from Glory by Honor. Okay, yeah, because that, that, okay, I have my timeline. So, um, yeah, Joel Coff said he didn't want to let him know, but, uh, you can hear uh, yours truly, Mr. High Five Tom, play Joe Coff on the Brain Buster Boys last year. Uh, just throwing that out there. Um, but like Will mentioned earlier, the Briscoes, cutting a, they're cutting a promo for Final Battle. Full dips in, Will. Full redneck dips. Um, Jay Lethal, or Jay uh, Briscoe, just spitting everywhere. Mark being Mark, the national treasure that he is. Um, they talked for like 10 seconds, but it was fucking great. Um, yeah, I think we should just dress up as the Briscoes next year, Will. All right, who's going to be who? I'll be Mark, man. I'll just find some way to black out my teeth or something. So, I got a pro- no problem being Mark, so. You can be the good-looking one, I'll be the goofy one. Uh, what? But, uh, yeah, like Will and I talked about, I mean, this this match also, this uh, this main event, uh, wasn't the full match. They did nope. edit it down a little bit for TV, but you got the point. A lot of commercial breaks in the match. Yeah. Um, you know, and then I was just, I just had to, like, I don't know why this kind of took me back, but, uh, I mean, obviously he's 28 time, but David Richards is only 38. Dude looks, he's been beat up. It's been a rough 38. You know, I do Rooks hard. You know, I'm a, I'm a David Richards fan, but um, I hope he's well. But um, but a quick recap. Like I said, we talked about before. Um, you know, I'll go back and listen to that episode. But uh, a lot of catches, catch can wrestling, I guess they call that stuff. Um, it was a great match. Yeah. I mean, submissions and counters and submissions, um, some false finishes. This time it actually really enhanced the match, didn't hurt it. Uh, just a fucking masterpiece. Um, Watching it again, I noticed some of the more like, kind of like chippy stuff that Jay Lethal did that kind of mm-hmm. like to needle Davy Richards a bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, like uh, Davy gave Lethal that uh, that superplexing rolled it right into. Um, yeah, dude, it was awesome. Just you know, just really go back and watch this match. So, uh, how many matches from Glory by Honor do you think we're going to see next week? Uh, at least one. We do get Adam Cole versus uh, Eddie Edwards next week. So, we'll uh, we'll see. But I bet even, you one more. This is one of those episodes where, like, even the bits we get that's supposed to be like newer stuff with uh, Kevin Kelly and Nigel. It's like they're in the arena at the table, but there's like nobody else there and like nothing else going. Yeah, they're doing doing their little recap. Um, <clears throat> and I've probably said this before, but I just really noticed on that superplex, David Richards got some massive fucking quads. I need to start doing more squats, Will. That that's the secret, right? It's all squats. Um, yeah, and then just real quick, I know we we've talked about, but at the end of the match. 
Um, I'm going to try and get this right, Will. I, I did get my notes here. Um, so Jay Lethal goes to the lethal injection, uh, but Davy Richards pushes him away, gets him in an ankle lock. Uh, then Jay Lethal gets out of the ankle lock into that crucifix submission thing uh, that Davy Richards then turned into a clover release submission, uh, which Jay got out of that into a lethal injection, which Richards kicked out of into the Cujo clutch, and Davy goes to sleep. Yep. Um, yes, Will, I'm aware it's called a Koji clutch, but as I'm reading the book, Cujo, and shout out to my better half as she got me that for my birthday. Uh, great read. Um, yeah, good book. So, yeah, great match. Check it out, the full thing and, and the thing. But, uh, yeah, next week, let's say they're going to have a match announcement for Final Battle. Uh, we get Cole and Edwards next week for the TV title, which we saw at Glory by Honor. Um, you know, Will, I'm going to change things up here a little bit, but like I said, always, we always ask at this time, if this is your first episode of Ring of Honor TV, would you continue? I don't know. I don't feel like there was a lot of meat to this episode that would have had me as a new fan and feel like I really needed to see the next week. Hmm. Okay. Now, we always ask, like I said, if, um, you know, if this is your first episode, but with this format, um, would you keep watching? Because sometimes it is a little tough. It's a bit annoying. I mean, granted, we have the, the opportunity to have, like, everything's at our disposal, right? Like, we can watch all the pay-per-views, all, like, the, the live specials, all the TV episodes. I mean, it's just such a drag to, like, like we hit a pay-per-view and to know, like, all right, two weeks from now, we're going to sit through this pay-per-view again just in, like, three sections. Yeah, I know. It's like, I think like if I had just seen this, it'd been like, "Oh, glory by honor." It's like, well, hasn't glory by honor already like that happened like weeks ago? So like, why am I not getting like a new match? Like, there's no, there's nothing taped that they didn't show that they couldn't just like throw on TV. Yeah. Yeah, I just really wonder if they're trying to get that, you know, those... Because you can buy the pay-per-views afterwards at this point, I believe. Yeah. You so, um, you know, a lot a lot of these episodes, yeah, I think would have gotten me hooked to Ring of Honor. But, I mean, I don't know if a lot of this would have been enough to keep me watching. I think it would have, but it would I think even if you watched again, it's not necessarily stuff that you feel like you have to watch every week. Right. And you also don't feel like you necessarily have to get the pay-per-view because there you can just see it later. Yeah. So um, this one was, I mean, it was it was a little better, so hopefully they don't show every match from Glory by Honor. Um, we really liked it. Um, yeah, this was kind of, I this would have piqued my interest a little bit. I probably would have tuned in at least next week, but next week would have to be a really good episode for to keep me going. You know, so yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean that, that Richards Lethal match was a fuck of a match, though. So, yeah, Glory by Honor was a great show. Yeah, I gave it a glowing review when we talked about it two weeks ago. Yeah, three weeks ago, however long ago it was. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, that high fivers is Ring of Honor t- uh, TV episode fifty nine. Can you believe that shit, Will? 59. 59. You know, we've uh, watched 59. Damn, that means 60s next week. Yeah. I mean, we, I really, I mean, you started it a little sooner, but like we started the Shindig final battle 2011. Yeah. So, I mean, we're, we're closing in on the one year of marking out with High Five Tom. Yeah. A little Ring of Honor rivalry. So, it's hard to imagine. So, um, yeah, well, Will, before we uh, pull this train into the proverbial stations or uh, anything else you want to put over, listen, it was it was great to see you in the real life, my friend. Uh, shout out great. to everybody, Brendan. I don't know why the three, I don't know why the three of us didn't get a picture together. I really suck at pictures, but um, shout out to the guy in the matching uh, Macho Man match the uh, Macho Man outfit. Did he have a, Did he have a belt too? Yeah. Okay. 
I'll, I'll put over my buddy Joe. Uh, some people know him as Pure Evil. He does unboxing videos. Um, he took his son to Tournament of Death the, the same weekend that we were in New York. And uh, Joe ended up having a good time. Wow. Because he was a crotchety old Attitude Era or not. Old man. So when this finally came to him, as a young teenager said, Dad, there's a wrestling show I want to go to. He says, okay, son, what is it? Tournament of Death. But they made the drive. They had a good time. Even Joe had a good time. He uh, he brought a sign that said something like Cornette was right or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> and, is, uh, is Joe your coworker that kind of collapsed or is that somebody else? I used to work with him, yeah. Okay. Uh, I usually go to the chaotic shows with Joe. Okay. Like his son got to pose like some big like baseball bat thing that had a bunch of like plates and stuff on it. They got pictures with the trophy. That's cool. Nice. Aww. But that's all from me. That's all from Blanche. Hi, Blanche. Well, sweet. Well, um, yeah, that's a well good to see you. Shout out to everybody. Um, you know, we'll do more shout outs next week. But uh yeah, this was uh, an interesting, so we'll see where uh the build hopefully they start building towards final battle finally. So well high fivers, we will talk to everybody next week. <laughs>